Got time for a quick story? Sometimes you don't expect to do an interview, to have a chat with a musician. And that was the case with C.J. Solar. C.J. Solar has had some hits in country music. He's quite the prolific songwriter. He's written a number one hit on the country radio charts, Up Down by Morgan Wallen. And he came by the Chippewa Valley back in December of 2019. He was going to be coming to an event put on by a sister station of the station where I work. He's going to be doing an event for Wax 104.5 Radio, country station. That is the sister station of Greatest Hits 98.1 where I work. And they were going to be having a big party for the new Star Wars movie, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. So he came on by the radio station to do an interview. Unfortunately, the DJ who was supposed to do the interview had an obligation down on the cross and it had slipped his mind. So he quick he quick called me and was like, hey, could you could you interview CJ Solar? Is it possible to do that? I'm like, I'm sure, I'll, I'll do that. I know a little about, about CJ, not not a ton, but I knew some about him. So I'm like, well, all right, let's let's dive right on in. And I had a, a blast with this interview with CJ Solar. Great guy to talk to. And the cool thing, and you're gonna hear this in this in this interview, is that he was noodling around on his acoustic guitar as we're chatting. It's almost like he was coming up with more songs. During the interview, he plays a few of of his songs as well. So you got an extra musical bonus in this interview I did with CJ Solar from December of 2019. Take a listen. Welcome to the Chippewa Valley. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. So you're up here on the occasion of the Star Wars premiere. Yeah. So, okay. first question. Are you a Star Wars fan? I want to say I'm a diehard, but I, I appreciate them. I, uh, I've i seen all the movies throughout my life, but it had been a really long time since I saw the original trilogy, so I went back and, and watched them while I was flying. Well, my full day of flying up here since I had a, a, long, a really long layover and delays uh, at, my, at my stop in Orlando for some reason <laughs> on the way up here. So, yeah, I'm uh, fully caught up on uh, on... The original trilogy, which I there was a, so much stuff I really forgot about, um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see the new one. I, I I've seen the first two in the in the, the you know this new trilogy or whatever. So sequels and yeah, so there's it. some cool stuff in there. Um, I probably should have rewatched those instead of <laughs> to, to refresh since it's been a you know a year or two since uh, between those other ones coming out. But I'm excited to see how they wrap this up. I've heard it. I've heard mixed things, but I, I you know I'm sure it'll look really cool and. Have some cool stuff going on. So. I know. I'm. I'm. I wouldn't call myself a diehard either, but I'm definitely a fan. Like my wife yeah. will always give me Star Wars stuff on either like my birthday or Christmas <laughs> nice. or whatever. Yeah, I've got a couple Star Wars shirts myself. Yeah, like you have to have those things. Yeah, it's just such a pop culture uh, icon. You know, you you can't like avoid it. It was almost kind of like Game of Thrones. You, yeah. Just, you know, it was like even my guys, my some of my band guys that don't even watch TV are like, okay, I need to watch this because I'm just like, I feel like I'm missing out on just. Yeah. Everything going on here, like when the Breaking Bad like finale exactly. finally happened, I like, had to watch it. I never watched it till then. I had to watch that one because yeah, so it was a thing. There's <laughs> not that many things that everyone has to watch nowadays. Yes. These are a handful of those. Totally. All right. What then? And what? What is your favorite movie, either individual or franchise? Oh man, I love just really cruddy, uh, like. 
just comedy movies, and I, I feel like my favorite movie ever because I just always quote it is Joe Dirt. <laughs> it's so cheesy. It's so terrible, but it's hilarious. I, I don't know why I laugh at it so much. When I was like, you know, growing up, I loved Adam Sandler movies because they were so cheesy. Um, I don't know why I love those kinds of stupid movies. Um, um, I love the Terminator franchise. Okay, uh, that's a fun one. Um, I don't know. Just I, you, you've seen the latest Terminator, right? The brand new one? Yeah. I have not seen it yet. You've not? Okay. No, I haven't, I haven't either. I'm planning but... on seeing it, but I haven't gotten to see it yet. Okay. Well, eventually in your schedule, yes. it'll, you're, I know you're a little busy going around and touring and Yeah, such, I but... haven't really seen a whole lot of movies. I do like all the Marvel stuff, too, I will say. That stuff's kind of... I, I was kind of putting it off, like not really into it. And then I, 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 like, I grew up liking Spider-Man a lot, so I went and saw the new Spider-Mans. I was like, okay, I really need to catch up on mm-hmm. what's going on with this whole yeah. <laughs> you know, Marvel universe. And it, it's pretty cool. It's it's a pretty thick universe. It's like all spindly yes. everywhere and kind of tough to keep track of all of yes, that. Yes, it is tough, bud. All right, you're flying all over the place. You're here right now in the studio here in the Eau Claire area. Is this your first time? Up around here, have you been? This around? is not. I actually did. I think it was last year. I did y'all's uh, Christmas party raffle. Oh, giveaway. that's right. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. So I played that last year, which was a lot of fun, and um, you know, good to hang out with some of the the people that listen to the station, which was really cool. And um, yeah, I had a blast, and uh, I'm glad to be back for the Star Wars thing. Now, when you were up here last year, was it as cold and snowy as? I think it was more cold and more snowy. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. It was really, I mean, I, and, and I was here at night. I mean, obviously I'll be here tonight, but um, I'm not sure if I even got here until that night. So, you know, it just always feels colder. And yeah. It, like during the day when I, because I got here a few hours ago and like checked into a hotel and uh, went and ate some food. And I was like, man, it's not even that cold. And the, when the wind's not blowing, you know, right. the, when you're in the sun, you know, even though there's snow all over the ground, I was like, this isn't that bad. But, you're definitely uh, getting, I mean, for, for being from the South, you are definitely getting acclimated to our kind of weather because I was thinking the same thing. It's in the 20s today, and we're going around going, hey, this feels kind of mild now. Yes, it wasn't just as – well, yesterday I was in uh, Janesville, and it felt really cold because oh. it was really windy, yeah. overcast, not very sunny, and they didn't even really have any snow on the ground, yeah. but it was still – it felt more cold than, than today. Right, it, so. it, it was. So, I mean, at least it's getting more mild around here, so it, it's getting a little better. Um, yeah. What's your favorite thing now that you've been – I know you're just kind of in and out, but what do you most like about the Chippewa Valley in this area, whatever oh, that man. may be? I don't know. I mean, the people are really friendly, love country music. Um, you know, I've always been really cool, you know, whenever I've played anything or anywhere close to here. Um, being really, um, you know, receptive to to my tunes and everything. And, um, yeah, just good people, good cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, you know, I don't really know a whole lot else about the about the area. I'm sure there's all kinds of cool things I haven't gotten to find out since I'm usually only here for a couple hours. <laughs> we, I know. We need to get you up here to, to do like a, like a little mini residence or a couple days or so. Yeah. And, and you know, I really need to come up during the summertime. Yes. I feel yes. like I'm always up this away during the winter time, and people are like, "Oh, we should go snowmobiling or something." I'm like, "Oh, that sounds fun," but <laughs> you know, we really never have time for those kinds of things, unfortunately. I mean, I mean, the good news is you can do a lot in winter and in summer, but yeah, yeah you need to see this place when mm. it's not potentially below zero on yeah. any given day. <laughs> and go outside without a jacket and, yeah, and such. It's pretty it's, brutal. It's really nice up here. Um, you mentioned cheese. What's your favorite type of cheese? Oh man. <laughs> I mean, I'm really not incredibly picky. I mean, I'm a big Mexican food guy, so I like okay. 
queso. I like uh, pepper jack cheese on my sandwiches. <laughs> uh, you know, but I really don't uh, discriminate against uh, cheese. I kind of like it all. That's a very good answer in Wisconsin. <laughs> Any kind of cheese will go. All right. Yeah. You've got a few songs we played here on Wax already. I mean, Airplane American Girls Coming My Way, um, yeah. all of yours. Um, where are you at musically right now in in your career? Where What... Where, well, what's kind of your influences at this point, and what are your projects? Describe oh, where you're at. Man, you know, it's it's really hard uh, kind of picking influences because I like so much different stuff. I mean, and um, I grew up playing a lot of Southern rock uh, kind of music, and classic rock stuff was really, my, was really my go-to. My parents took me on a trip to the Grand Ole Opry when I was in middle school. Really fell in love with country then because my parents didn't listen to a lot of country music before that, so really dove in around then, and... Um, decided I wanted to move to Nashville, write songs, and you know, play my own stuff. And um, went to Belmont University. Uh, right as I was graduating, signed a publishing deal with a company uh, that Brad Paisley owns called Seagale. And uh, I've been there a little over five years now, and been really lucky to have written some songs for some other people. Um, I had a single on Jared Neiman a couple years ago. Some songs on Justin Moore. I got one on Jason Aldean's new album that just came out. I had my first number one with Morgan Wallen of Florida Georgia Line last year. A song called Up Down. So been, you know, really fortunate to have had some success as a songwriter. And uh, but I always love playing and singing my own songs. And, you know, there's some songs that just kinda really fit me more than they fit other people. So uh, you know, Airplane and some of the ones you listed that I've uh just held on to and wanted to do myself and um, you know, I've Fortunately, you know, stations like Wax and, um, you know, all over the country, I've been really lucky to have some, some airplay and um, kind of get to go out and play shows myself, which is really fun. And, uh, you know, just trying to, to build it and, you know, hopefully uh, be on, on the big festival stages <laughs> here at some point over, uh, over the coming years. But just trying to build it organically and um, get the word out and, and, and play stuff I love. And I've been really fortunate to... Um, you know, just keep growing every year. I got to do my debut at the Grand Ole Opry, which is really cool for nice. for me because you know, like I said, uh, one of the for the, the show that really got me into country music was uh, going and seeing the Grand Ole Opry. Um, so really cool to uh, to have gotten to play that in September for the first time, and um, you know, just keep getting to check milestones. Got to play a lot of shows with Gary Allen this year, and mm. uh, Hank Jr. and Thirty Eight Special, which Ooh. I might play on the <laughs> on the other station, but. Uh, but yeah, man, so just a really great year playing shows, and I'm um, really excited to see what 2020 has in store. I I couldn't help but notice as we started chatting here, I kept hearing guitar <laughs> notes getting picked. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's the truest sign of a musician when they can't help but play or yeah. do something. I, I, and I know, that I've been as a, as a singer, I'm one of those types that'll be like, oh, da, 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 da. It's like you start getting sing-song yeah. stuff. Same with like a guitarist <laughs> or, a, or a drummer. Yeah, can't help diddling. You're always doing something. Well, you know, and that's how you, a lot of times when you're just messing around, you end up coming up with a riff or something, or when you're singing, you come up with a melody or whatever, and you go, man, that'd be cool. Maybe I'll, you know, voice memo that on the phone and uh, save that for next time I, you know, I, I'm working on some music and, and try to incorporate that. So, I feel like that's how a lot of you know my things just come about. It's just rambling or <laughs> or you know or diddling on the guitar at a sound check, you know, and go, oh, that riff's pretty cool. Or you know, the band guys might go, hey, why don't you let's, let's put a song about that, you know? So it's pretty, uh, yeah, I can't help it. Do you start more with lyrics or notes? 
Um, you know, I usually feel like I need to have at least a general idea for the song first, whether it's going to be, you know, just the title or just kind of a concept I want to write about. Um, I had a song uh, a couple years ago that the, the one that Jared Neiman had out of a single called Blue Bandana. And that song just started out with me and my friends talking about how much we love going to music festivals and how fun they were and, you know, kind of, you know, some of our experiences and, you know, we were like, well, man, how would we write a song about that? I was like, well, you know, probably write a song about a girl at a music festival, <laughs> like most country songs. And then we were like, uh, you know, what would this girl be, you know, doing? What would she be hanging out? What, you know, what would she be wearing? It's like, well, she might probably be wearing a bandana. We're like, well, you know, what about a blue bandana? <laughs> so like kind of end up focusing the song around that. But, uh, but yeah, man, so that's, that's kind of how a lot of the songs come about is just wanting to talk about a certain subject or having a certain idea and, Kind of piecing it, you know, well, what would that sound like? I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe we have some flat sevens in there. Maybe we yeah. have, a, <laughs> you know, different chordal stuff that, that fits that vibe. It's already happening again. You're, oh, yeah. you're, you're right back at it. You never know what's going to come out of it. <laughs> maybe from this chat as a number one hit. We have <laughs> you no, never know. You have no idea. All right. How many songs have you written in your life? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> well, just at the company that I'm at, I'm pretty sure I've been there I think I have over 750 songs in the last five years. Wow. Probably another couple hundred before that. So I've probably written a little over a thousand songs, around a thousand songs wow. uh, in my life, uh, if I had to guess. And and those are finished ones. I don't know how many I started and gave up <laughs> on, you know. But, um, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where a lot of people, whenever I first moved to Nashville, everyone was like, you know, and you're looking for advice, and people are like, write every day. And you're like, really? Every day? And um, you know, technically being a, a professional songwriter, um, I, I really find that true, man. If, if, if you work on it every day, I, f- I feel like that's just like with anything, you know, you just, you build the craft and you build, um, kind of your proficiency at it. And I definitely feel my best when I, when I work on music a little bit every day. And, um, you know, when I'm writing songs four or five days a week with buddies and the other days, you know, trying to come up with ideas or just, writing down thoughts or, you know, watching a, a TV show and just kind of keeping, you know, kind of keeping your ears open all the time for for ideas or hooks or, or just whatever. Um, so I, I definitely, um, you know, that whole 10,000-hour type thing mm-hmm. everyone talks about, I def- definitely feel like with music that's a, a, a very much this the case as well. And, um, you know, I'm just working towards that. And you know, I, th- I think I heard somebody, I think in, the, I can't remember if it's in that book too, there's like 10,000 hours to become proficient, 30,000 hours to really master. And I'm like, okay, that's what I'm working on. Yeah. <laughs> Is that 30,000 hours? But yeah. how, how do you know when you've written something really good? I mean, those of us that we, that don't write songs for a living, we're like, if we could write one, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then you we well, hear when, a th- you're, when you're a beginner, it's funny because you think you've written one song and you're like, this is the number one hit and you move to Nashville <laughs> and everyone just like gives you a big old thumbs down and you're like, oh, bummer. <laughs> I really thought these were special. And they're like, yeah, write about 500 more and we'll talk, you know? Wow. But um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to tell. Um, even, even now, uh, I still usually, you know, record the song just on a, you know, a guitar vocal when it's done and I'll sit on it. Um, and the ones that I keep going back to and I go, man, I, I, I still like that song a month, two months later. Maybe maybe I should do a better version. Maybe I should do a real demo of it. Get it, get in the studio with a band and put that together. And then and then maybe you know the people at my company will like it and pitch it around to some major artists. Or maybe if I'm really enjoying it myself, I'll I'll think about holding it on holding on to it myself for 
my own records or something. Um, that's always a hard choice because some songs, um, some songs I want to do myself and it's just not the right time and I tell them to just give them away and sometimes I'm about to go into the studio and I write a song right before I drop in the studio and I don't even really give any other artists a chance to check it out because I just, I'm like, man, I really need this for my own project because <laughs> this really fits me and my vibes and, um, you know, I'm just going to, I don't even need a demo. It. I'm just, I got the work tape. I love it. I'm going to take it in the studio and it's going to be on my album. So you never know. You've got some good ones, obviously, because you've had some hit singles and let's period play right here in the studio. CJ Solar, go ahead, uh, play a couple tunes for yeah, us. Yeah, man, and... I'll, I'll do, I'm going to do a brand new song. I actually debuted this one at the, at the Grand Ole Opry. It's, it's called Watered Down Whiskey and it's going to be on my new record, uh, coming out early next year. All right. Ice in this glass seems to melt way too fast these nights. Yeah, the bars never last, and I'm still chasing what I had but can't find. Cause you know when it's good, and you know when it's cheap. But I take what I can get when I can't get what I need. Darling, loving you was like drinking the good stuff. And when you've had the best, the rest ain't strong enough. Try to move on, but every last calling hits me. Everything for you. Is watered down whiskey, yeah. Hit every spot in town. Shut all them bars down, and if I'm lucky, I get lost in her perfume. And even though she ain't you, it's something. When the morning light comes, she'll take me back to my truck. And I think to myself, how long can I keep this up? Darling, loving you is like drinking the good stuff. And when you've had the best, the rest ain't strong enough. Try to but every last calling hits me Everything for you Is watered down a whiskey Cause you know when it's good And you know when it's cheap But I'll take what I can get When I can't get what I need Darling, loving you was like drinking the good stuff And when you've had the best, the rest ain't strong enough Try to move on, but every last calling hits me Every day of you is watered down whiskey Thank you.
<laughs> Very nice. Awesome. Hey, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. What else? What else you got? Man, uh, let's see. Uh, I guess I could play "Coming My Way." Let's do that. Forty hours later at the door, I'm through with it Putting in time feels more like doing it Nothing to do in two off days coming my way There's a tannic feeling on the back of the property I'm sitting here pre-gaming, waiting on the party I can hear them glass pack Chevrolets coming my way Coming my way like a maker's mark 750 Pass it to me, better hear me Oh, hell, there's a bombshell, heaven sent Coming my way like she knows I've been looking Hey, good looking, what you got cooking? She said I'm up for whatever, damn, with anything Coming my way Marshall took a plan, I'm taking me another sip But he got something rolled up, hanging off his lip He just lit it, I don't know what's in it But it's coming my way Yeah, coming my way like a maker's mark 750 Pass it to me, better hear me Oh hell, there's a bombshell, heaven sent Coming my way like she knows I've been looking Hey good looking, what you got cooking? She said I'm up for whatever damn with anything coming my way. Yeah. Second, twenty bucks on a two dollar lucky seven. Coming my way like a maker's mark seven fifty. Pass it to me, let it hit me. All oh, hell, there's a bombshell hit and simple. Coming my way like she knows I've been looking. Hey, gun, looking what you got cooking. She said I'm up for whatever, damn, with anything. Coming my way. Very nice. Very nice. CJ Solar, that great to have you right here performing. This is yeah, this man. is really cool. Yeah. Having a number one hit songwriter singing Thanks, and playing right here <laughs> in the studio. It. Before we you get up to Star Wars, I do have to ask you being from Baton Rouge, um I should ask, are you still like from that area, you still live in that area? No, I mean, I live in Nashville. Um, moved to Nashville in 2010. Okay. So uh, I love to get back to Baton Rouge. I don't, I don't really get back as much as I would like, kind of just a couple days for Christmas. And if I'm playing a show, really, it's about the only time I get back. Um, but uh, I do love the food, do love the people. and uh, but, uh, but, yeah, just usually traveling so much or writing songs in Nashville that I don't have a whole lot of hangout time. I, um 
some of the people I work with are like, you need a real vacation. I'm like, I travel for a living. <laughs> you, you, do you actually work? I mean, you do, but do you really? I yeah, mean, I know. It's like, it's like my whole job is, is fun. So, it, yeah. It's pretty cool. The, the reason I ask about Baton Rouge is are you hearing – I mean – yeah, LSU is pretty big down there. Yeah, we know. So, so I did actually go to, did I go to one or two games this year? I, uh, um, I got to play right outside of the stadium before the LSU Arkansas game this year, which was really cool. Cool. And I feel like I was down for one other game this year where I happened to be playing a show and caught a ticket. Oh, I, yeah, I went down and, and played some shows before the, uh, um, the Florida game. So oh, yeah, nice. I went to, yeah, that was a really good one too. I mean, we we kicked the. We kicked them real bad. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, LSU's been in, whooping up on almost everybody. I mean, they're they're a really great team. I, I'm excited. I uh, I think I was still in, I was a, a freshman or sophomore in, co- in in high school the last time they won the national championship. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was about 2007 mm-hmm. was the last mm-hmm. time, and then we got our butts kicked real bad. And I think 2011 or 2013 by Alabama when they when we beat them during the season, and then they got back into the championship. So that 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 was a <laughs> That was a suck, sucky one, and we hadn't beat Alabama since. So I mean, I think it had been eight or nine years since we had beat them. So mm-hmm. really cool to um, uh, whoop up on them this year, and <laughs> and everybody else, and hopefully, uh, um, you know, win the national championship. That'd be really cool. I think there's actually a good number of fans here in Wisconsin that if it ends up being an LSU Ohio State national championship, I know there are a lot of people that root for the Big Ten no matter what, but I think there's a lot more. I just want to see Ohio State lose. Yeah, I mean that's how, that's lose. how I was whenever Alabama always made it appear like, oh, root for the SEC. I'm like, screw that. I hate Alabama. They're like, <laughs> they're like Darth Vader to me. You know? <laughs> yeah. They can take I, a year off. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just love to watch them lose, this. and you will love to watch their fans cry. <laughs> um, you know, all the posts on social media, yes. like, even though we lost, we're still the best. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well. All that kind of stuff. I yeah, I love seeing them lose. So because they, you know, they're just so spoiled. They just come to expect their team to win no matter what. And you know, a Wisconsin and LSU, you know, usually really solid teams, but they're not always number one. And you know, I feel like we really appreciate it when our teams are actually good. Mm-hmm. Um, where Alabama, you know, the first game they lost this year against LSU. I saw all over Twitter people were like, Nick Saban's done. Like, he's a loser. Like, we need to fire him like tomorrow. This is ridiculous. Like, we can't be losing games. And it's like, you guys are so freaking spoiled. You don't even know how good you have it. Like, I mean, I, I, I would have loved for Nick Saban to have stayed um, in LSU and maybe have had a run like that where we had, you know, five national championships right. or something. But but I sure do appreciate it. And, and Nick, and I, I, you know, Nick Saban is the Darth Vader to me. <laughs> he's, he's the worst. So, um, you know, we you, if you're an LSU fan, you have to appreciate what he did for us, but but still hate him. <laughs> yep. It's like Anakin Skywalker. You loved what he did when he was younger, right. but he went to the dark side, exactly. and he's he's dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, Coach O is uh, I don't know what Star Wars character I would relate him to, but uh, uh, is he Yoda? He's Yoda, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is Yoda because. Uh, uh, in LSU, we trust, you know, or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. I can't do the Yoda that well combined with Kutcher. I'm going to have to work on that for a little later. That, uh, you, if, you get, if you get the Orgeron voice down and you can tie that in. You... We're going to go down there to the Bayou and we're going to win all the football games. You know? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's more of the guy from uh, Waterboy. It's, that's my Adam Sandler movies, you know. You're just all kind of <laughs> conflating into one yeah. thing right now. Adam Sandler in Star Wars as Ed Orgeron. <laughs> That would be pretty amazing. I would love to. I, I think would, Adam Sandler would play a great uh, Ed Orgeron. 
He would. I, if he ever wants just to get put back on, in those kind of he movies. He just needs to, you know, gain about 100 pounds of, of muscle. <laughs> yeah. And, and still a huge guy. It's going to take some method acting for him to get into that one. Yeah, but for sure. There's always there's always hope. Well, that's too funny. Should let you get up to get up to the Star Wars showing. CJ yeah. Solar, thank you so much for yeah, thanks for, for having by me. today, and uh, hopefully we'll next time see you when there's not snow on the ground, which granted is like three months of the year, but we'll still keep my fingers crossed, man. All right, sounds good. Thank you so much for coming by. So yeah, I really enjoyed talking with CJ Solar there about well about Star Wars and about music and about college football. Of course, after that interview, LSU went on to win the. College Football National Championship. If you'd like to learn more about C.J. Solar, you can go to his website, cjsolar.com, cjsolar.com. Of course, you can find him on social media as well. Give him a follow and keep up with his career. He's got a heck of a future ahead of him. This has got time for a quick story. As always, thanks to my employer, Greatest Hits 98.1 Radio, and their sister station, Wax 104.5 Radio, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, for providing the facilities to do this interview. You can also subscribe to Got Time for a Quick Story via Apple, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn. Also, rate the interview, preferably higher, but rate however you'd like, but the higher the rating, the more Word gets around about the podcast. Got time for a quick story? I'm Luke Anthony. I'm Luke Anthony.